Hey there, and welcome to day 100 of Don't Forget Your Worth. <laughs> day 100, you guys, of 365. We're doing 365 miracle stories this year, one per day, and we're sitting at day 100, which isn't even a third of the way, but still today, it feels like a huge milestone. It has been one whole heck of a crazy roller coaster emotion of a week. I mean, my stars, you guys, like, it has been amazing. And it has been hard and it has been thrilling and delightful. And yet it has been, what on earth are you doing? And so I want to be a little bit candid and just share a little bit more with you guys because I have been, you know, pretty, I don't know, pretty vague in what I've been going through, even for a month right here. But I actually placed an offer on a home. And it was to close right here even before Thanksgiving. And yet I felt like I knew it in my very knower that something was going to happen, that I was not going to be receiving this house. And to be of prophetic nature is to be super confusing because sometimes you can be fed a prophetic revelation. Nope, not getting the house long before you even go through all the up and down and high and low and the process, but you can think that it's doubt or fear. You're like, oh no, I'm just doubting things because there was, I didn't think I was going to get this house and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even like look at it or let my heartstrings get attached to it. Um, I just was holding it so loosely. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh no, dang, whoa, whoa, wait, I'm actually getting this house. And I freaked out over that, you know, and then I actually prayed because the inspection objections were insane. And they weren't really giving the time to get the things repaired. They were just like, here's a little bit more money. Um, But the one thing that I wanted was an air quality test, which is completely valid considering the house we found out in an investigation of days, which didn't need to take days. They could have just been forthcoming in their disclosures. We found out that the house had had a fire and an explosion and a mold issue and that it had radon. (laughs) And so all of a sudden I'm sitting here going, okay, all I'm asking for you guys, like I can take care of these things. They're not the end of the moon, but I do need an air quality test. So I'm going to need a day to find somebody, get it booked and a day to have it performed. And they, they just thought that, you know, that was out of the question, and they used my $750 inspection report to um, bring in a new buyer. And it was just hurtful, and it was, you know, everything hard. And and yet, we know that this was just a blessing in disguise. Just absolutely. In fact, that's what my realtor's broker called it. When she was hearing it, my broker, or my realtor hadn't even... She hadn't even finished the story and the broker stopped her right there and said, oh my gosh, seriously, this sounds like a blessing in disguise, is what she called it. And uh, it was still heartbreaking, you guys. I had pictured being in there for Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'd pictured my kiddos coming. And it just, I thought, I'm like, this would be my home. It just, it had, it was three floors three bedrooms, three baths. It had three decks. It had one huge wraparound deck, another couple small decks off of the bedrooms. It had a floor-to-ceiling river rock fireplace. It had a loft with exposed beams, high ceilings, exposed beams. It had a bonus room downstairs with a full kitchenette, 
full bathroom, full, you know, bedroom if you ever wanted to rent the thing or, you know, have guests come stay for an extended time. They had their whole area, you know. I mean, it was just like, oh, I couldn't even believe this house, you know. And it was just, it was just woodland. It was just my style. It was, you know, just, it was absolutely what we felt was my house. So the whole thing was super confusing to me. <clears throat> you can imagine, but... You know, I had said to the Lord, if this isn't it, and if there's something I'm not seeing, just take it. And he did. <laughs> then I was mad, you know. It's so the way the flesh would go. I'm like, ooh, you know, just, it's so funny. But I just needed to tell that to you because, you know, it, it's amazing how, here's what I'd say. I had already found one house, and it fell through. Somebody bought it for 70000 over asking. And I thought, oh gosh, I'm never going to find a house that I like as much as this house. This is going to be impossible. I need to just quit, you know. And then I found this house, and it, you, would, you would swear this was my house. But I can still tell you, there were things that the Lord has shown me that were not there. They just weren't there. They weren't there. And um, so I, even with this, I'm like, how on earth am I ever going to find a house that I love more than that house, you know? <laughs> And it's so funny that we do this because I'm sure the Lord is just like, oh my gosh, Andrea, you just wait and you just see what I have in store for you. You just wait and see what I have in store for you. You will not believe it. It will blow your mind. And here I sit, you know, trying to make a house that has radon and potentially some mold and has had an explosion, (laughs) not just a fire, but an explosion. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I think, you know, we're just silly. But anyway, you guys, I'm up this morning. I'm going to go thank the Lord and worship and Thanksgiving at, at church this morning. And it is beautiful. I am sitting here with sunrise, just sun coming up in this beautiful fall scene through my window. It is blessing this house. It is blessing to me, even though it sits empty. I am so blessed by what is happening. So I'm super thankful. You guys, you just wouldn't believe all of the blessing. Like the house is just, it's nothing. You guys, I'll I'll be just fine. The blessing that is taking place right now is insane to me. It's so good. So anyway, this piece that I found because of Thanksgiving coming up and because I'm going to get through this little blip on the map with Thanksgiving and gratitude, I found a piece called my Thanksgiving Valentine. And so it begins. I was awoke at 4.30 a.m. and was, quote, told that I was to write a letter to this young guest in our home. I rolled over and fell back to sleep, pulling the warm covers up just a touch higher. At about 5.30, I was reminded of the very thing once more. Thinking I must be half dreaming, I snuggled my intentions right back into slumber. The sun rose and I spent time with the Lord in devotion and his word while the rest of the home slept. It was pressing, but I didn't have a clue what to write. I barely know her, Lord. He told me he knows her entirely, which I flat just adored. I went back into our bedroom just to see if I could find my stationery from Valentine's Day close by in just the dim of the morning light. Wow, it's right there, and I love it, all pink, red, and white. And I head out to the leather chair and cuddle my feet right up under me, 
placing this tablet on my lap, watching this sweet spirit rest, just feed away. I will write for you. The words flowed right out of the brilliant blue pen and just kept coming as quickly as my calligraphy could form each letter. I wrote right to the bottom and tore off the page and handed it to this young girl who was just waking and giggling with my Riley. I told her that I felt she needed to hear just these words, penned just for her. Riley can interpret her mama's handwriting if you need a little help. She knows it well. I walked to the kitchen, but my spirit swirled a washcloth, wondering if I had even spoken just the right things. I could scarce remember what I wrote for him. You are precious, followed by words of love and life to remind her just how beautiful she truly is. You are rare, followed by words that her joy is contagious and her spirit is so very loving and full of delight. You are enough followed by words to let her know that her gifts and talents are just for her to accomplish her purpose, with a sweet reminder to not compare herself to others as in ever. You are welcome here, followed by words that we will love her just like she is family and cheer her on entirely. Mama, she loved her letter so much that she wants to frame it and put it on her wall. Riley smiled right big. Oh, that God be glorified in that, and that spirit of love just fell in every crevice and space, Rye. God is just so, so good. Every doubt put to rest. Those were just his words for her. He knew how they would touch her since the beginning and the end. And then that sweet blessing comes in from my younger daughter, who is spending the night at her friend's house. Hey, Mama, can Sierra come to church with us? And Father God, I sit in amazement, coffee in hand and awe in my heart. You bless us in small miracles that we can scarce take it all in. I thank you, Lord. I thank you right deep. You have words and stories of love and light just waiting to leap into somebody else's life. They are all to glorify him. Direct your steps and grab your pen and let his love pour right out of your pen. Thankful for your notes, I coined them last year, but this year, let them plain be his Valentines, words of life and words of love, scripture in casual clothing. Go ahead, set this down and give yourself permission to go write a love letter. He will give you just his right words. Start with saying, I love you. Start with you are precious. You are rare and you are enough. You are precious, rare. You alone are enough. I love you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, you guys, you could not know when we talk about how the Bible is living, that it changes you, the reader, every time you read it, that it is written just for you for that day that you are reading it. And you know when you read it, you're like, huh, I have read this book like 
over and over and over again, and I've never even one time seen that scripture. How on earth can that be? That's because it wasn't orchestrated to be in front of you until that very day, (laughs) speaking into you and your life and every little circumstance going on to that very day. And I feel like some of these pieces are living to me. Like, I look at this piece, you guys. This piece was written in 2013. 2013. Eight years ago. (laughs) Eight years ago, you guys. And yet I look at this like I don't know what I'm reading. I just was looking for a title based on Thanksgiving because that's what I'm going to celebrate today. And it's how... I'm going to get through my little tough spot right here is I, I found when I was moving, I'm pointing at it right now. I found my gratitude journal from when my kiddos were toddlers and I recognized it by the cover. It's been missing for a little bit and I found it this week. I was looking for a curling iron of all things down in my storage area, you know, trying to, trying to just find a curling iron and God bless me with my gratitude journal from when my kiddos were toddlers. Um, And that's how I'm going to bleep right through this. But what I wasn't seeing, listen to this, just this very week, I was so blessed by a young man telling me that he was struggling because even the root of comparison, and I I think I told you guys about that, that like, you know, all of his friends, and he's super young, all of his friends, he feels like his friends have, you know, wives, they have spouses, family, etc., this root of comparison, and then I look at this piece, I'm going to find it again. Like, like I, I look at this and it's sitting right in it when I'm trying to figure out um, what to write to her. I'm going back to the piece. It says, you are enough, followed by words to let her know that her gifts and talents are just for her to accomplish her purpose with a sweet reminder to not compare herself to others as in ever. Okay, so this was written eight years ago. How come I had this very conversation with this young man just this week? Just this week that I'm going to read this. I mean, it is not coincidence, you guys. So the neater thing is that, you know, the next morning after we had this conversation, I was telling him, you were enough. He literally told me, he said, that really helped me. And he has no idea even how that helped me. Because I had to full on admit yesterday and I was just teary over it because I knew with the Lord that it didn't look like faith. I was like, oh my stars, I'm so sorry that I doubted you. Um, well, here, candid again. So my home sale falls through on Friday. Saturday, I end up going to my home buying class that I'd signed up for up at the college because I wanted to make sure I was educated in everything and they bring in all the local people, you know, they bring in inspectors, insurance agents, realtors, title company, you know, they bring everybody in. It was wonderful. But at lunch, I went out and I'm talking to my mama and I said, this is about like, it feels like, like I found out that, um, you know, I, that my baby didn't survive, but that I have to go deliver it anyways, you know, and, and no, there's no comparison, please. I'm being facetious and saying that, but that's what, that's how dramatic I was being. That's what it felt like to me. I'm like, I just lost my house. Then I have to go to my, you know, <laughs> my home buying class the very next day, blah, blah. And I decided to still go. And I'm so glad that I did. But in that, I was telling her, I'm sitting in my car at lunch, eating my, you know, crazy little sandwich. And I said, Mama, I'll be doggone if I didn't realize in losing that house, the very reason I was getting that house 
was exactly because of comparison. Because I did not feel on time. I feel behind. I feel like everybody has their person all figured out. I feel like they have their house. I feel like they have their equity in their house. I feel like they have their nest egg and everything all lined out. And here sits Andrea, you know? And it was hard for me to admit that. But I sat there and went, I was literally just looking for a home because of status quo. I just felt like that's what I was to do. And it didn't parallel anything that the Lord has told me or shown me. Um, So I kind of sat there and went, wait a hot minute. I know that he is going to bless me up and I'm going to see this through. And that he is just sitting there going, you have no idea (laughs) what I have in store for you. I know it. I know it. And so I just give that to you. I want you to delight in the orchestration and details of what he is doing. The whole idea that I don't even know what I'm about to read and then I read these words. I had just told this young man, you are enough. When guessy what I was forgetting, I am enough. I had just told this young man, do not let comparison in. Do not make decisions just because you feel like you're not on time. You guys, we are always right on time. And so it was neat because like I say the next morning, he's like, you have no idea how much that spoke to me. I cannot wait to tell him how his words spoke to me. It's, we are all being used by God and in ways that we will not know or understand until we're on the other side. But keep loving extravagantly. Love in your words, as I say, these Valentine letters, these love letters, if you will. Oh my gosh, just keep loving along, you guys. So that is it, day 100. I'll bet I'm at like 20 bazillion minutes. I'm super sorry it's long today. But I had to gift you with that. It's just absolute insanity, the goodness of God and the things that he's doing. So have a good little day. And of course, I will be chatting at you tomorrow. Talk to you then.